0: Paul Farrow is the Waukesha County Executive, and he is with us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Paul, good afternoon. Thanks for being here.
1: Hey, John. How are you doing?
0: Man, I'm good. I'm going to ask you about something really cool that happened with uh, your mom today in Madison, but I want to begin with some of the news of the day, and that is, Paul, as you've heard by now, the Senate and the Assembly have both passed Governor Evers' maps, avoiding what it seemed like was the Supreme Court decision to implement their own maps. What is your reaction to them both passing Governor Evers' maps?
1: Well, if people didn't think that maps and redistricting wasn't political, if you look at the way these votes are, it's out the window. I mean, you've got two maps. So the map that was introduced in the Senate, I was just reading a legislative reference bureau, which is a bipartisan organization and said the maps are identical to Governor Evers' maps, line for line. And only one Democrat voted for him. So it's, it's one of those things in the Assembly, I believe, um, I believe there was one vote Democrat that voted in the Assembly as well. Look, people don't like this, but this is what happens. Our Constitution says that the legislature draws the maps for voting. That's what happens. In 2012, we happen to have the governor's seat and both houses, we drew maps. Earlier than that, if you go back to 91, 92, we had a split house. That's when the courts come in, when there isn't a decision that can be made. But they usually work with the legislature. What we're seeing right now is the Supreme Court creating their own rules, deciding how they want to do this. And I think this was an effort for the legislature to say, this is our responsibility. We're going to accept what the governor gave us. Now, Governor, are you going to accept what you created? And it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, because I think this is the whole world of politics we're in. He's finally getting what he wants. Almost 99.9 percent, there was one amendment on when it was going to be implemented, But is that too much for him to not say, you know what, you're right, enough's enough, let's get on, let's move on with the people's business? So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out.
0: It is. But they didn't give him back exactly how he presented it because there was the one amendment, right? I mean... Yes. So could he hide behind that? Could he say, this isn't exactly what I gave you because you attached an amendment?
1: The amendment is about when it gets implemented, that these maps should be in, intact, ready to go for the fall election cycle, not for the spring, which is going to be really busy for the clerks to get it done, and not for the special elections that would have just been called, one for Senator Taylor's seat, which, again, kind of common sense says, why are we overtasking our, our clerks? I think it, it's, if I looked at it and looked at the amendment, I'd say, okay, this is fair enough. We get them for the presidential we get them in fall, which is when all these are going to be in, impacted, and it doesn't deal with any of the special elections and things that are going on. If the governor, honest to God, if the governor can't say, okay, I can agree with that, then we're never going to see agreement, I don't think, in our lifetime in this legislature and this governor.
0: If the Republican legislature is afraid of the maps coming from the Supreme Court, why didn't they not add that amendment? And not protect, some are saying they're protecting one or two people that, you know, may face a recall or something else. Why didn't they just not do the amendment?
1: It was more about timing. So the amendment, again, is more about timing. It's not about the maps. It's about when the map is drawn. And it has to do with the special elections that have been called. And so I think it's more, that's more of a timing situation. But when you look at these maps, there are 15 in the assembly that are paired together. 15 members of the assembly are paired together. Five of those are Democrats, 10 of those are Republicans. So, again, it happens typically when you see the maps, they try not to do that. Um, I know the hyperpartisan world that we're in right now, that's what everybody wants to see. They want to see everything happen. They want to come back to a kumbaya moment, or as people say, the governor's been elected. Well, it's not about, again, a populist vote. It's about a regional vote in these districts. And when you look at these maps, the vast majority of Wisconsin is still leaning right or leaning Republican than they do Democrat. And I think that's what's going to pair out when you see, even under these maps, I still think the the Republicans are going to come back in a majority in the fall.
0: I want to ask you, Paul, and I wanted to have you on to talk about your mom. Uh, former Lieutenant Governor Margaret Farrow. I adored her. She's one of the most upstanding people I ever met in my life, and I enjoyed every single chance that I got to visit with her, to have her on the show, so on and so forth. So today the Assembly honored your mom. What happened in Madison?
1: Well, first of all, John, she'd be very upset with you right now because she knows that blueberry is my favorite flavor <laughs> and you're not
0: sharing. That Played was a good central. poonski. He is absolutely it's,
1: not sharing. It was a food crime yeah. done in the break. <laughs> I get it. Why? That's just not, she would not be tolerating that. So what the legislature did is it was, it was really an honor is Senator Hutton and representative Michalski, who both cover the Elm Grove area where mom kind of lived most of her life. um It, Created a joint resolution, a little bit different than other things because this is read into the, the chamber um, and or, what am I thinking about the, the rest of the history of the chamber, that this resolution will be there commemorating her life, commemorating her as the first lieutenant, female lieutenant governor of Wisconsin and all of the things that she's accomplished. And so it was really neat. It was, for me, it was very touching because I followed in her assembly seat in her Senate seat. Uh, and so there was a lot of people that I talked to up there on the floor, both Democrats and Republicans shared stories. Um, Democrat who covers the Kenosha area where mom was born and grew up, remember her coming to his high school and really talking about them being engaged, that, Government is not a spectator sport. It's a sport that you have to get involved in. That got him fired up enough to say, you know what, as I go through school, I want to serve, and he's now sitting in the assembly. So it's little stories like that that were shared that really are the epitome of who Mom was, very bipartisan, stood on her principles, but wanted people to engage and be part of their government.
0: So it sounds like they may not agree on maps, but we've at least found one thing that Republicans and Democrats in the Assembly
1: and Senate can both agree on. I think so. It's, it was funny. Speaker Voss said, you know, a lot of people, as, as mom came out in, it was 86 when she came into the Assembly, there were a lot of questions. You know, here comes this village president, female, is going to take on the boys out in Madison. Can she really handle this? And I go back to and joke about a, an um, interview that we had with the, the Milwaukee Journal at the time, and they asked us that question, do you think your mom's really going to be able to handle the guys out in Madison? And my brother looked at me and said, if she can handle the five of us boys, she can handle any of them.
0: <laughs> hey, Paul, we've got less than a minute. What's the most important thing your mom taught you?
1: I'll say it. You've got one mouth and two ears for a reason. Listen more, talk less. And especially in politics, we have to listen to each other more, and we have to understand that there is more common ground that we can work off of than sitting and badgering each other all the time.
0: Well said. That is so well said. Paul Farrow is the Waukesha County Executive. Say hi to Amy. Thanks for being with us, Paul.
1: Thanks, guys.